Hey, welcome to another episode of Off the Fence. Are you agreeing with me? Off the Fence. I always agree with you. <laughs> Everything that you've ever done That's not or true. said, oh, I am 100% word. affirm. Whatever. And yes. All right. Can we get another puppy? I'd like another puppy. I think we should have another puppy. So we're in this podcast uh, time. What, what we're going to do with this one, and this will be, we'll see where this goes. Can I call you Kansas City? Sure. Okay. For those of you who aren't watching, I'm wearing a Kansas oh. City t-shirt. Sorry. And, and you're like, what does it just says Kansas City? <laughs> Literally. In case I forget that Kansas City doesn't exist. I don't know. Go Chiefs. Go Royals. Rock Talk Go Katie's family. Katie's family. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about trust, but I want to talk about it in a uh, pretty, I don't know if the word's... Just be kind of like share what's been going on in my life. Mm. And I thought it might maybe benefit if if I kind of like treat you as my therapist today. I'd love that. You're talking like someone on like public radio right Hello. now. <laughs> like, Thank you for joining really us. Really intensely and softly. And <laughs> today we're going to be. It's not like depressing what we're going to talk about. Uh, uh, so <laughs> the beginning of this year. I love public radio, by the way. Yeah, it's great. I was just making that note. At the beginning of this year, uh, we talked with the whole church about this is our, our word of the year is mm -hmm. trust. We're going to learn trust. We're going to trust in God, learn how to trust God, how to live this out, not just say it. So start off the beginning of the year, I'm climbing a rock. I'm scared of heights. You are. And talking about putting your life in the hands of God, mm -hmm. literally trusting him. And on display for Many people to see me. Your hiney just. Just <laughs> terrified as I'm Up climbing a rock. There. So terrified that even when I got to the top, I'm like, I don't want to look around. I don't, I just, <laughs> I just want to hold I wanna, the I want to hold the rock and just slowly <laughs> slide down. Uh, and so I remember that moment. I'll never forget that moment. I was pretty proud of myself. You looked cute. <clears throat> well, I was proud of myself. Good. I was like, you should have been. I did something. I did, I trusted. I don't know that I thought it was not, it wasn't actually a super spiritual moment for me. It was like, I was afraid mm -hmm. and I trusted what needed to be trusted in order to accomplish this. And you involved experts. I did. I involved we experts. We should always yeah. mention that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I felt like I had my win for the year. Mm -hmm. I trusted. I did my scary thing. Now yes. here, church, yeah. do your scary things yeah. and I will be in your corner. Because I'm done. I'm done. Mine's all finished. I did mine. Have a nice I did. Year. I did my turn. Yeah. I did my turn. Now I'm just helping. And I am going to just be everyone's champion in the Say corner. cheerleader. Cheerleader. Yes. I'm going to be rah, rah, pom, pom, <laughs> cheerleader. You would be a terrible cheerleader with that, but yeah. that's fine. So you said that, and then what happened? Tell us more. <laughs> yeah. So the summertime came. <laughs> And I knew that we were going to have, so one of, one of my good friends was on the team with us. Mm -hmm. um, and he had felt prompted by God to run for mayor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is stinking awesome. Yeah, yeah dude, you got to do what God's prompting you to do. Mm -hmm. I'm in your corner. Mm -hmm. Did you see me climb the rock? It's time for you to climb your rock. And so went through all of that with him and he, he climbed the rock and, and he won the mayoral race and i'm like you know what god you did that 
sweet, you're going you're gonna to provide another teammate for our team. We need an executive mm-hmm. pastor who kind of runs the operations part of the, mm-hmm. the church. Let's do this. Give me some names. It felt like God was giving me names of people to call. I'm like, oh, man, God, you're so good. <laughs> Look at you providing and Look, things, you are. But... This is amazing. This is like literally just like one thing to another. Awesome. So I call these people, and they're like, South Dakota, what? No, thank you, or all this kind of stuff. And then so we went into vacation. Mm without that role being filled. Well, I mean, you were filling it. Well, yeah, no, I, yeah. So, so it was filled. Yeah. So I'm now, it was just you tethering to lead pastor Mm -hmm. and, and executive pastor. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, I know what you're doing. God, I know what you're doing. You're going, you're going to provide that person while I'm on vacation. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to vacate and get some good reprieve and you'll, and you'll find that person. This will be great. Can't wait for it. This is awesome. How'd that go? Went horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, all conversations went to dead ends so quickly with the job over and over and over and over. I don't know if anyone's been in this position where you're, you're doing what God wants to do. Like That's not, yeah, yeah, I'm listening to God and he's going to provide. But then that time just keeps dragging mm-hmm. and you're like, well, this is interesting. And the things that feel or seem promising yeah. do not... They don't pan out. Yeah. What I was thinking of random people. And in my world, I I try to talk to God regularly. God, what what say you? Mm-hmm. And these random names would come to mind. Mm-hmm. People I haven't thought about. Some people I don't even know all that well. I'm like, <laughs> God, this must be you. And I would call them and this person would be like, I don't know why in the world you're calling me. Like this is this is nothing I want to do and all that kind of stuff. And so I began to wrestle with like God. So we're kind of getting to a time crunch here. We, uh, we as a church, your time crunch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like we as a church are, are growing very rapidly, like running out of space, and um, we have a, a ten year vision that we're going after that we feel like God laid on our hearts. But you really need someone paying attention to the operations of the church. So this mm-hmm. guy, David, lead pastor, isn't like preaching and also solving. Facility mm-hmm. stuff and all in it, yeah. So, so when we get back from vacation, I mean, I just start to feel this pressure that I don't know where mm-hmm. it came from. I mean, it just, I don't, you know me well, I don't really actually deal with, <coughs> I don't have a, I don't, know, I don't have anxiety a whole lot. Which is a gift from, that's a blessing. Yeah. That's a gift. Yeah, for now, sure. I don't know that I worry a, a, a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to tackle problems. So like, Hey, problem, cool, let's go get this. Mm-hmm. I started to feel like this literal pressure, like mm-hmm. on my shoulders kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like what, suffocating. Yeah, yeah, where I'm like, God, don't you see this pressure? Now I'm feeling stuff, and it's obviously because your timing is a little slow here. Pick it up, man. <laughs> don't you remember I climbed on the rock? I yeah, I proved I trust you. I proved this. Yeah. Now it's kind of your your yeah. it's your turn. I'm just waiting on you, God, to do mm-hmm. your thing. And started like really struggling, Mm -hmm. like really struggling. And so at the same time of me leading the church organizationally differently, Mm -hmm. I am doing what God asked me to do and preaching a sermon series on God and sexuality. Light stuff. Light stuff. (laughs) Nobody gets upset about that. By the way, this is not a poor me uh, conversation. There's just a lot of things going on. I think it's... I think it's important when you're talking in this context that there's a lot of we're also getting ready to we preparing to send our kiddo to college for yeah. the start of his second year 
have a kid in high school. Um, Titus was going into fifth grade. He's the big dog on campus this year. And Bo is getting ready to start preschool. Like there's also a lot yeah. of personal things. We've got, we've just, our family. My grandfather has, has to, been doing great yep. health-wise. Just a lot of yeah. stuff going on in the midst of this. Lord, I trust you, yeah. but this is, this is not going the way I thought it would go. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And you're dealing with feelings and emotions that are newer to you. Internally, I was starting to feel uh, what I would now call claustrophobic. Mm. And what I've learned is when I when I when I'm not trusting God in real ways, not sometimes it's ideal like I want to trust God, mm-hmm. I want to trust people, but when you actually aren't, what I learned about myself is I feel claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. It feels like the world is closing in on me mm-hmm. and pressurizing. Mm-hmm. Over it's like almost each day is another notch of mm-hmm. pressure, mm-hmm. and it's not because uh, everything's impossible. It just pressures building, building, mm-hmm. and that was happening to me in ways that are not normal. Mm-hmm. And so, what I do, I I know this. I was talking to you about it, uh, talking slash crying to you about it, and and just trying to figure out what in the world's going on. And one of my best friends has some training, marriage and family therapy stuff. And and oftentimes uh, I'll reach out to him. He knows all of my life. He knows inside, outside, everything. There, There is no anything anything that he's unaware of and begin processing it with him. And, and he's like, David, because he knows me so well. He's literally done like personality assessments on me and all that. <laughs> and he said, David, you, you typically love and enjoy some margin. Mm-hmm. And you don't have the margin you normally have. You don't have the answers that you normally are able to get to. Mm -hmm. And that feels really difficult for Mm -hmm. you. And I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. And then I began having some uh, pictures. Man, I even get emotional talking about this. Uh, So so let me pause this story kind of. I went back and started thinking about when... My buddy was like, yeah, you feel this pressure. And I was like, yeah, I feel this pressure and I feel like I need more margin. Uh, A handful of years ago, I was in Israel and there was a new exhibit opened up that we were taking people to. I'd never been to it. So I don't know what in the world. We're just following this (laughs) Israeli guide. And we end up going underneath the walls of the temple Mm -hmm. to see some of the exposed original walls of the Mm. temple. I mean, epic. So we get in and I noticed that we were about to go into a tunnel. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Then the tunnel starts getting so short that I have to walk with my head sideways. Mm-hmm. Then I start to notice that one of my shoulders is always hitting one of the sides of the walls. Mm-hmm. This space is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And then I notice that I can't see very far in front of me except for the people in front of me. And then I notice there's a group now coming behind us, meaning I can't turn around should I need to turn around. And I started feeling, I didn't know this, I started feeling claustrophobic. I had not felt that way before. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that feeling. Mm -hmm. And this pressure began. I felt like someone was putting their hands on my shoulders, Mm -hmm. pushing me down. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh no, I think I might pass out. Mm -hmm. I was just claustrophobia. So I tell... Whoever was in front of me, I don't remember at the time. Um, so I'm going to go back out. I'm just going to turn around and go back out, and I'll wait for all of you to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So I went and waited for everybody. They all came out. Hey, what's up? Yeah, I was just feeling claustrophobic. And someone were like, yeah, me too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then I'm back this last year in Israel, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, we're going to do this. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh. Just mentally, 
trying to say, I will not be afraid. And that Mm -hmm. was my mode. Mm -hmm. I will choose to not be afraid. Mm -hmm. So we start walking through. And about the same spot, Mm -hmm. pressure on my shoulders. And so I was like, my dad was behind me. And I said, dad, uh, I got to turn around. I go back. Well, then my dad says, actually, you can't. Mm -hmm. The guide is not turning us back around this time. We're going out a different direction. I'm like, um... He's no, like, thank you. He's like, you you just can't. So the the group in front of us, our group started just, a gap started happening. So now there's this long hallway. You cannot see the end of it. Mm-hmm. And now no one's in that hallway. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, we have to go through this. I was mm-hmm. like, I need your help. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, talk to me. And we are going to not run, mm-hmm. but as briskly walk through mm-hmm. this long tunnel mm-hmm. that's going to start. I'm head is sideways, mm-hmm. shoulders are cramped in, and my dad's talking to me. Then a group, another group starts coming towards me. So I have to back out of the way, let this whole group go by, and I'm, I am losing my mind. Mm-hmm. I am trying to will myself mm-hmm. to just make it through and just make it through. The group gets by. I truck through and just keep going through and going through and just kind of ran through it. Mm-hmm. And I get to the other side and I made it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it felt very similar. And so that's this year. Mm-hmm. So I felt I just revisited that rock I was climbing. Yeah. And I was like, I did it. Well, then after vacation or at the end of vacation, I take our son Titus, I take our kids when they're 10 years old onto a, a special trip. And usually it's to go see Chicago, big city, big skyscrapers. So we went to the Museum of Science and Industry and in there they have the U-boat, mm-hmm. a boat that we we took from the Germans. <laughs> and Titus really wanted to take a tour of the submarine. Oh, Titus like, loves all like, of that yeah. stuff. <laughs> like this is going to be fantastic. So, so we pay a little extra. We get in the submarine. I'm like, this is so cool. I'm hitting my head on everything. Mm-hmm. Submarines. You are were not, not made for submarines. No, I was not made no. for submarine. I'm hitting my head on everything. <laughs> Shoulders bumping. We're bumping into people. Mm-hmm. We're looking around. So this is where they they slept and blah, blah, blah. Fine, fine, cool, cool. Then we walked to the middle of the submarine and I noticed I can't see in front of me. Mm-hmm. And now I can hear the group behind me. I'm back in Israel now. Mm-hmm. And I look at Titus and I said, hey, buddy, dad's feeling claustrophobic. I need to leave. Mm-hmm. And Titus, like a good 10-year-old, says, Dad, what's claustrophobic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, uh, uh. And then he remembered, though, because I've told him a little bit. Of this. He goes, oh, oh, it's really t- it's really tight in here. I was like, yeah. I said, do you want to finish this tour? He goes, I do. I was like, okay, Dad is going to go out, and I'll wait for you at the exit of the mm-hmm. submarine. I go out of the submarine, make a bunch of the employees mad because I'm breaking the rules by leaving and going out the wrong direction, and I go wait for Titus at the other end of the submarine. When I get to the other end of the submarine, I look and realize that that distance was so stinking short mm-hmm. from where I was. Mm-hmm. And I was embarrassed. Um, I even tell you now, I like, felt some shame. Like mm-hmm. I just bailed on my son. I, he, had, he, he was fine. He oh, loved he's it. He's very independent. He's right. great. <laughs> but I was like, I just bailed. And that distance was so short. Right. All of that to tell you is super important because what I have been learning, and I just wanted to share it, just felt like, on this podcast, I should share it. I'm going to wipe my nose with it. I don't have any tissues, sorry. babe. I'm sorry. So talking with my buddy who's going, David, you're feeling claustrophobic. And then all what I just shared with you just started flashing in my mind mm-hmm. that I was learning a behavior that I needed to stop. Mm-hmm. That when I felt claustrophobic, my response was to bail from the situation. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. get out of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Not realizing this is a season Mm -hmm. that God wanted to shape me in, not Mm -hmm. that God wanted me to escape from. Mm -hmm. And I... I wondered if I wonder if anyone else needs to hear that you're on the fence because you're flat out claustrophobic right now. The pressures of life have you stuck on the fence, mm-hmm. and you're scared out of your mind, mm-hmm. um, and you don't even know why. It doesn't even make mm-hmm. sense to you. It's not even like, well, because I had this claustrophobic moment when I was ch- no. You just you're just terrified right now. But but when I think a lot of us when we don't we can't see where we're going and we don't know how long it's going to take that that can be unnerving because we live in a world where there are so many opportunities for control and for timing and and so this has been new and different for you because you have such a rhythm steady consistent pattern of life i think in a good way you you've stewarded so well um what I've loved about this season, not just as your teammate in life, but your teammate on staff, has been that I think you're you're experiencing something that a lot of people just live with every day. Whether things are going really well or life is going terrible, they have that tension of claustrophobia and anxiety. And and I think that will shape you in ministry too. Like I think you're learning lessons that God will use to help even more people but you're not letting this time be wasted. Yeah. You're telling the story about it and you're leaning into the Lord. I think and people should hear how you're doing that. My my MO uh, is I'm aware of what like what what workaholism does to a person. I'm aware of of letting so many things happen mm-hmm. that you get overwhelmed and I I I've told you I grew up watching Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> You know, that you was did. that was like after school. <laughs> so I mean it was it was what was on TV and it was what was like it was wholesome and all that. Yeah. And I I often so I have to think about like how the their pressures were, is there gonna be enough rain to grow things? Mm-hmm. Are the animals healthy? But it wasn't it was a different kind of mm-hmm. of stopping. When the sun went down, they were inside. Done. Yeah. <laughs> That's just you didn't keep producing. Yeah. You didn't like sun go down, oh sweet, now I'm gonna go do work inside mm-hmm. no it just you just were done what i've learned is is that um margin is not a luxury mm-hmm. margin is a necessity mm-hmm. because margin without margin means you are pressed against the walls yeah and and you are now gonna shoulders push yeah in. the pressure yeah. you now have a pressure that you're not supposed to be carrying mm-hmm. and some of that margin to get it means that you have to give it to god mm-hmm. you have to say god i i have to stop here mm-hmm. i need you to carry this so I uh, I started like Lord, I feel claustrophobic. I feel this pressure. Like, don't you see that? Mm. Like, don't you don't don't you care about all that I'm wrestling with? Don't you see it? Don't you give me an out? Give me an escape. Where's this escape hatch? Yeah. Like, I don't know where to turn to run. And it was that when I said that to him, I don't know where to turn to run. He's like, exactly, because I don't want you running. Mm. And. I think I said to him, I feel like I'm just on my heels all the time, God, right now. I'm on my heels, solving every problem, preaching about what people do in private in their bedrooms, mm-hmm. and then solving other major problems. And, all. and I was like, I feel like I'm on my heels. And he's like, I know you are. Mm-hmm. I'm letting you be. And, uh, and he said, I'm letting you be on your heels because I want your hand. 
And it was one of those like, but I want to run. Mm-hmm. I want to run. Like now, no, I want to, I want to hold your hand mm-hmm. while you're on your heels. I'm going to keep you on your heels. Mm-hmm. And what I was frustrated about was I was like, I've climbed this stupid rock. Mm-hmm. I've been through the tunnel in the old city of Jerusalem. I've been through this submarine with my son. I've done enough this year so far to do this whole trust fall mm-hmm. with you. And he's like, no. Mm-hmm. And I want to walk with you the rest of your life. You have to trust me. Mm-hmm. And so here's the verse of the year. <laughs> Proverbs chapter three. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God. A man trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. In all your ways, submit to him. It's the all your ways that I really mm-hmm. frankly think suck sometimes. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Mm-hmm. Do not be wise in your own eyes, which is what I try to do. Mm-hmm. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Mm -hmm. And trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. What I have a tendency to do is trust in the Lord with most of my heart and utilize my own understanding. And so it's been a lesson I thought, I know this might be weird. I don't even know how long we've been talking or how long I've been talking. <laughs> Thanks for this therapy session. But I I have learned that I think I'm not alone, that there's mm-hmm. a bunch of people on the fence that don't want to actually be on the fence. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're paralyzed because of the pressure mm-hmm. around them. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm learning is that is not a time to simply try to escape the pressure, Mm -hmm. but whose hand are you holding Mm -hmm. while you walk through the pressure? Yes. And so if you want to know logistical things that I've been doing, I have been like in a, in a super attuned way. What am I watching? Mm -hmm. What am I listening to? Mm -hmm. That could be distracting. That could be not necessarily adding pressure, but, Letting pressure just stay there. So I went, I made a trust playlist. Mm-hmm. I made a like literal, I mean, it's just worship songs. And if you want to like, oh, you know all the songs. No, I, I typed in the word trust <laughs> and began sifting through mm-hmm. worship songs, created a playlist and just looped it. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I went, looped it. Mm-hmm. Walks, car, everywhere. Reminding myself that God is worth trusting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust him. He is with me. He sees this. He's allowing this. And so that means I think he wants to shape me in this. Mm-hmm. And so I know it sounds weird. And that maybe so that's so tactical. But also I talked to my therapist mm-hmm. to find out how does how do I, what are my personality traits mm-hmm. that lead me to deal with pressure in certain ways? And so I talked to my therapist. We, I know we've regularly talked about uh, therapy being wise for, for anyone. Ever. And maybe it's not a therapist for you, but maybe it's just a good godly person. It's it's community. You're not doing it alone. Yeah, does, does someone know the pressure yeah. that you're currently facing? But I think some of it, too, is acknowledging the pressure. Yeah. And then looking at life and going, what can I, what, what can I do to help 
ease some of this. And for yeah. you, it was, what am I meditating on? How am I spending my, like, what am I giving my thoughts yeah. to in my, yeah, for sure. So I, uh, the, one of the, the third thing I'm learning is I'm actually, I need to be, uh, and it's kind of weird cause it makes me feel really vulnerable and, and I know it's not weak, but it makes me feel kind of weak. I need to tell people that I feel pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not because I'm special, but I think more of us need to admit that we feel pressure. Mm-hmm. That, yep, that's something. Uh, every leader, if you're leading a child, if you're leading a classroom, whatever, mm-hmm. there's pressure. And I think we need to be honest about it because at least my personality is to say, no, I don't feel that pressure. Mm-hmm. I, or or that's so normal to me that I, I've i learned to not acknowledge the pressure. Mm-hmm. What I'm learning is- You just is, live well, in the tunnel. Yep. Yeah. And what I'm learning is, nope, I feel pressure. Yeah. Because if you deny pressure, you lose the opportunity to trust. Mm. And that's one of the things I'm learning with God is I think if I feel pressure, that must be weak faith. Mm-hmm. Where it's more of no, I want you to fully confess the how how overwhelmed you might even feel right now, sure. and then I want your hand, yeah, kind of a thing. So that's that's been my life. For those of you who are concerned, like uh, we need to rescue David, is he okay? I'm doing great. Yeah, I re- I really am. Uh, one, I'm not preaching every week on some of the most hot topics in culture. Uh, not, uh, I'll come back to those eventually, but uh, I really think the Lord is shaping in me a, a stronger trust muscle, hmm. uh, more deep than climbing a rock, mm-hmm. going through a tunnel. Mm-hmm. I'll face that tunnel again next May. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come to Israel. Come to Israel, Wait. watch me. <laughs> There's your challenge. That's probably worth the, the fee you have to pay. Let's see if David <laughs> makes it through the tunnel. I've just been so proud of the way that you weren't just ignoring it and dealing with it in your own understanding, but inviting people to come in and speak into your life. But also, uh, one of the things that I think you do so well, nothing is wasted. Nothing has to be wasted. This this hard season that we even saw coming. Yeah, sure. We knew We knew that it was, and you've done everything, like you You've done everything that you can, but the Lord is doing a work. And so we wait on him and trust him through it. And I've been so proud of the way that you've done that. And when we, when we are intentional about involving other people in our lives and being willing to share what's going on in our lives, everybody gets better and everybody gets to move closer towards the Lord. And I'm just so proud of the way you're doing that. I'm, uh, I, I will be the first to admit it's not a fun process, Mm -hmm learning to trust God over and over and over again. Uh, and rather than like bail on him or pause him, I'm learning, wait, no, he wants, he, he wants this. I need, I mm-hmm. need to trust him more than I am. Mm-hmm. And I, it's coming out of this a little bit and we don't have this position hired yet. No. <laughs> like it's people are like, well, must, no, it's not fixed. It's it, it but you're still doing two big, Rolls. <laughs> yeah, still doing two rolls. Still doing. Uh, but I have. I'm. A, I'm a different dude. I think mm-hmm. than probably two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, interesting enough, in a year where I've had to go into a submarine and go into a tunnel and climb a rock, Mm -hmm. that I thought it was a physical battle, but I think it was more of a spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. So I hope this maybe, maybe this is a spark for whoever's watching, listening, whatever. Uh, I think God wants you to trust him more than you currently trust him right now. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a bit of a tunnel of chaos for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And you should reach out to, and you should involve other people and say, I need to trust God. Help me and trust God more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm learning that it is worth the the chaos yeah. and, the, and the tension involved yes. in it. So thanks for letting me flubber around on this thing. Thank you so, for sharing. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Hey, until next time, know that we love you very much. Mm-hmm.